0: Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwaraha, Guru Sakshat Param Brahma, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. We are entering the concluding sixth chapter of Tejo Bindu Panishat. After having gone through these five chapters we have come to this, so we must know in short what happened in these five chapters. So in the first chapter we were told the meaning of yoga sadhana from the point of view of knowledge. Normally, yoga sadhana is done from the point of view of only prakriti or Only doing the asana pranayama and talking about health and talking about the longevity, reducing the blood pressure, remaining very fresh, prophylactic approach. This was normally understood by the yoga. (coughs) From the knowledge point of view, what is the meaning of yoga? For example, when we are told, see the purpose of study of scriptures is we have to change our present vision. Our present vision is a relative vision. What is the relative vision? A wave against wave. I versus you. First vision and in this vision as long as we keep on living there is no way out. We have to go through all the problems whether you complain or you don't complain. The second vision is how the wave looks at the ocean relative taking stand against the absolute. So when the relative takes the stand against the absolute the vision is totally different. When I versus you, it is a competition, it is a jealousy, it is a struggle. But when the wave looks at the ocean, there is no competition, there is no struggle. But there is inspiration and surrender. Similarly, from this relative standpoint, what you call as technically, as the Adhibhautik or the Dharma Shastra. This is one. Then second is the Upasana Shastra. Adhidaivik, wherein the devotee is seeking the Lord and his help for all the needs of the life. Therefore, a devotee will never compete with others. Then this is also a relative but a better relative vision. Now the third vision is how the water is looking at the ocean and the waves. Water will have no problem with the ocean, nor any problem with the waves. In the same manner, from the absolute standpoint, there is no I, there is no you, there is only the reality. With this understanding, when we start leading our life, then it is said, Sarvam Brahmeti Indriya Grama We never desire ourselves. See, we desire always about something which is other than the self. So with this understanding where we live, then we are practicing yama niyama etc. This was the first chapter. Then in the second chapter, <coughs> we were the student asked the question, Akhanda ekarasa swarupam Kindly tell me that non-dual, absolute, homogeneous, uh, conscious, blissful reality. And there the teacher says, that everything is nothing but absolute truth. Don't struggle whether this is wise or that is not wise, this is good or that good, everything is the same reality. This was the vision given in the second chapter. Then in the third chapter we were told this is not an objective understanding but it must become a subjective experience. And therefore in the third chapter the mantra was given that Aham Brahmasmi. This is the practice one has to practice in life. So in the third chapter, Aham Brahmasmi mantroyam apratarkyam sukha pradaha Aham mantra Brahmasmi mantroyam ajadattvam prayacchati. Ultimately, Aham Brahmasmi mantroyam jnana nandam prayacchati sapta koti maha mantram janma koti shatapradam. Only recognizing oneself as absolute reality is ultimate. This was the third chapter. Then in the fourth chapter, we were told that if somebody has attained this reality as his essential nature, then what are the symptoms or the signs of a jivan Mukta, liberated while alive? And what are the signs of a person who is liberated after the death, Videha Mukta? That was the next chapter topic which was taken in the fourth chapter. Then, in the fifth chapter, the teacher is telling what is the meaning of the Atma-Anatma-Viveka, because the students ask that you have been talking about the self and the not-self. So, what are that? So, Bhagavantam Atma-Anatma-Vivekam Anubruhiti. Kindly tell me what is the difference, discrimination between Atma and Anatma. And here is a very subtle point in Vedanta shastra In case of the Bhakti Shastra, Sukha Dukha. In case of the Sankhya, Jada Chetan, sentient and inert. But in case of Vedanta, it is Sat Asat Vivek. Sat means that, means that which is, asat means which doesn't exist. So actually the Vivek in Vedanta is not accepting the secondness. Therefore, there is only but one reality that is the ultimate meaning in Vedanta. Up to here we have seen in our last lectures. Now we enter the last chapter, the sixth chapter of this Tejo Bindu Upanishad. It is extremely beautiful Upanishad. It is, even if you keep on chanting it regularly, like Bhagavad Gita if you chant, same way, it will definitely make a change in life. Now continuing the thought from the fifth chapter, the great Rishi Ruhu, he says, sarvam Sachin mayam sarvam Sachin mayam tatam Sachidananda madvaitam Sachidananda madvayam Sachidananda matram hi satchidānanda mandyakam satchidānanda rūpoham satchidānanda mevakam Sachidananda metvam mevatvam Sachidananda kosmeham na manobudya aham kāra citta saṅgātaka Ami. So, <coughs> now in our spiritual practice, there are two things that have to be worked upon. Only in Prakriti, there is no samsara, only in Purusha, there is no samsara. Samsara begins when Purusha and Prakriti, they come together. And it is here the teacher says, after this Purusha Prakriti comes together, samsara begins. Therefore, next step is, what is this Purusha Prakriti? And what value and importance and weightage we should give? the so two things are told. First of all, try to establish what I am not must be rejected. That is called a nisheda prakriya, negation of what I am not. And second is assertion, vidhi prakriya, what I am. When these two things are perfectly balanced, then only the truth is revealed. You give an example, your day to day example. Man and husband. Man has no samsara. See, it is the husband who has samsara. Woman has no samsara. It is the wife who has samsara. So, what is the husband and the wife? When the man associated with a woman is called as husband, woman associated with the man is called as a wife. Now, the life or the samsara. is played by the husband and the wife, not by the man and the woman. Now whenever somebody is miserable, who is miserable? It is never the man, it is never the woman. It is always the husband and the wife. Now what should be practiced by these two guys? How simple it is. This is the foundation of all spiritual practice. If you take Bhagavad Gita, right in the first chapter. This is the only theme. None of the things which are told in Bhagavad Gita were practiced by Arjuna at all. He did not practice anything. It was on the battlefield the things were told. Where will he do the japa? Where he will do meditation? He didn't do anything. Then what happened? Arjuna's own words. Nashto moha smrti labdha. prasadat My identity crisis confusion is sorted out. After that, Karishya Vachanam, I know what for I am here. This is the ultimate sadhana that we have to practice in life. See friends, So the moment we are disturbed or we are agitated, immediately start enquiry about who is miserable. When the the field of inquiry is others, in the form of questions, why he is behaving like that, why she is behaving like that, why the government is like that, why the banks are going corrupt. See, When you have money, it is devalued. When you put the money in the bank, the banks are closed. Now where the people will go? So we keep on getting frustrated on this. There is no end to it. This is chinta, this is worry. Now we have to come back. Who is disturbed? Who is miserable? Then we come to know that there is somebody who is miserable. So there are two fields where our mind can be applied. When our mind is applied in the objective life, it is samsara. When the mind is applied in the subjective inquiry, it is sadhana. The Kumaraj, we talk about spiritual practice and what is our spiritual practice? Like a complaint. One NRI came to India and he was driving and there was too much of rush and all chaotic rush. He said, what is this, this traffic? But why they are like that, go and ask them. The question is whether you are driving or you are complaining. Who has the driving license? You have. In the same manner, if you have studied Gita, if you have studied Vedanta, you should grow wise and not the world around. But normally what happens? The so-called spiritual seekers, they keep on complaining, complaining, complaining. Therefore, friends, what is done on the spiritual path is, wrong notions are hammered without creating new notions. In case of all other paths, wrong notions are removed by replacing the new notions, like the allopathy. They will give you one medicine and it will cure that particular disease, but create a new disease. Therefore, these are the two things here to be understood. What I am not rejected, what I am is assert. So here the teacher begins with the assertion. Sarvam satchinmayam vidhi sarvam Mayam tatam, satchidanandam advaitam, satchidanandam advayam, again and again repeated. Sarvam satchinmayam vidhi when we read these words, unless it has an impact on us, we won't be able to digest them or understand. Now when we say something that everything is conscious blissful existence, what does it mean? What will be the effect of this experience? The effect of this experience will be, we will be free from the burden of any desire. Like eyes can see everything else, not themselves. Similarly, we can desire desire everything else in life. We can't desire ourselves. So when we recognize, everything is nothing but my own expansion. And for this, (coughs) all what we have done in the earlier five chapters, if you work on it, one example I'll give you, just try. Absolute conscious blissful reality, Expressing through the body as life. Life expresses as mind. Mind expresses as sense organs. Sense organs express as the objects, respective objects. If sense organs are not there, objects have no existence. If mind is not behind the sense organs, mind the sense organs are non-functional. If the person is not uh, alive, there can't be any mind. But man can remain alive without the mind. Like in deep sleep. Like in anesthesia. See. And the truth is, Beyond the sentiency, jada chetana, beyond the sentient and inert. Therefore, everything is nothing but the expression of the same reality. But what happens with us? We are lost in the periphery of our personality. One experiment I had told you earlier if you are in a dark room, you can't see anything. Then, you switch on the light, you see the contents and our attention goes on the contents, not on the light. If you are told there is light also in the room, yes, yes, there is light also. But then our attention doesn't go on the electricity, without electricity there can't be light. Exactly the same way. The moment we are identified with the body, morning we wake up, our attention goes on Time and space. What is the time? Where I am? Who are around me? So we go at the periphery of our personality. And unless we learn the art of coming back. Drop the time, the space, the objects, the body and come back. Friends, this is exactly what we do every day. When we go to sleep. What is the process of sleep? This only. We drop everything. All achievements, failures, all respect and disrespect, success and everything we drop. Then we come back home, drop the home, come back to the room, drop the room, go below the quilt, drop the quilt, and ultimately, I want nothing. When, I want nothing reaches, then I disappears. Like without the wife there cannot be a husband, similarly without the desire there cannot be a jiva. This is the process and therefore here the teacher says, sarvam Mayam vidhi, sarvam chinmayam tatam. Everything is permeated by the same reality. (coughs) <coughs> Therefore, sacchidā madvayam sacchidā madvayam. Then, sacchidā ma, nanda matram hi sacchidā nanda manyakam rūpoham sacchidā meva. Come, come in space. Therefore, this is not objective understanding, but a subjective experience. When I say, I am happy, and when I say, Oh, there is happiness everywhere, a lot of difference. The world is pursued by us as we have pursued ourselves. If I am miserable, frustrated, the whole world looks very ugly. And if I am pretty happy, then in every situation I am able to enjoy. Therefore, we have to start from ourselves. (laughs) Satchidananda mevatam, Satchidananda kosmeham, na buddhi. Mana ahankara Sanghataka. So I am none of these. The body, the mind, the sense organs, everything. Drop them up And this process of dropping them off is two ways. Yoga process is a struggle process. And the process through knowledge is very easy. See. And the process of knowledge is very simple. I repeated it million times. Body is the point where from the world begins. World is not somewhere out. Bhagavad Gita when it says, "urdva Adashakam, it is not this world. But it is our own body. Urdva Mulam, we eat from above. Adashakam, we grow downwards. The world begins from body identification. First principle. See. And the world ends in the disidentification from the body. How simple it is. Now next point. Our body is not created by us. So on what ground we say I am body. And once we recognize this principle deeply in our system, the net effect will be, all the objective world will lose its sway on our mind. Presently, whatever we are wanting to purchase, buy, have, is only for this purpose, that we want something, we want something. Because as long as the body identification is there, it will be there, want will be there. Therefore, friends, what is meant here, that na mana buddhi haṅkāra chitta all these things have no value. Now, hereafter, the whole world is indicated that it has no existence. A good number of verses are uh, attributed to this. Nathvam naham na chanyadva sarvam brahmaitikevalam na vaakyam na padam veda nakshanam na jadam kajid. Namadyam nadi Nantamwana vana satyam na nivandanam na sukham na dukkham bhavam na maya prakratisthata. Na deham na mukham graanam na jiva na cha na dantoshto lalatam cha nishrayo savasa evacha, na svedam asti masam cha, na raktham cha, na mutrakam, na duram nantikam, nantam nodaram, na kiritam, na hastapadachalam, na shastram, na jashasanam, na veda vedanam vedyam, na jagra sapna sujupdaya. The first part he takes that what we are talking about that I and you etc., this is essentially the same reality which is expressing through different conditionings. So this is one most important principle. Catch it. It's important. There is no way out. One man alone becomes the son, the husband, the father. But he is not divided in three. He continues to be one. So what is the principle we have to learn? That which appears to have become many, because of the conditioning, that appearance is mithya, is illusion. I am coming from Delhi, in Virila Mandir, there is one small temple of Bhagwan Krishna, he is alone standing there. The moment you enter the temple, very small room, maybe about six by six, you can't enter inside, very little space. All the three sides, there are mirrors, big mirrors. And when you enter, you see left side, there will be thousands of Krishna standing. Look right side, thousands of Krishna standing. And you go nearer to the Krishna, then you also appear in so many times. So has that one become many? This we are able to accept. But this we are not able to accept, that I, the one man, has become the son, the husband, the father, the father-in-law, the brother, the brother-in-law. And when our attention is on those reflections, and in some place the mirror is corrugated, not good. Therefore, when it is looking very ugly, we want to improve that. Tell me, friends, what sadhana you want to do? If somebody is there, you can improve. You know, our condition of life is like what? The other example which I gave you. Like the bird looking into the mirror. The bird will start fighting with the reflection. And then the bird will start his spiritual practice. Kurute Ganga Sagar Gamanam then do some charity and then wipe the mirror with a cloth, yet it is not going. Wash it with water, it is not going. Then do pranayam, then do asana, it is not going. Then chant the name Krishna, 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 remove that fellow, remove that fellow. Then do the Maha Yagya. This is exactly what we are doing. There was a Mahatma, he went for Viksha as a routine to one house, and uh, in that house one child recently died, so dead body was already there. So the mother came and said, uh, Oh Mahatmadi, you are great, Mahatma. My child must be in living, he should not die, and all that. Then I'll give you Viksha. <coughs> he said, okay, I will do that. But you go and get my Viksha, Barter, exchange of job. So yes, yes, I can go in. Go to five houses and bring it. Okay? Yes. Till then I'll make your child arrive. So she goes, and when she's going, he tells her, uh, whenever you are getting Viksha, when the lady comes to give you, ask her a question. Has anybody never died in this house? Poor lady, he doesn't know. Because the one who was going was a miserable mother. She can't think. She went to so many houses, came back. And said, Sir, I understood. See friends, this is the only way Till such time, we are having the upadhi, play the role that we are supposed to play. The role of mother, father, brother, sister, play the role. But don't get rolled up in that role. Come out of it. The moment the role is over, relax. But what happens? We carry the burden of one role on other role. See, Like one man was driving taxi. And another man, very well-dressed and from a very rich family looking, he was also driving. And his taxi, he could not move for whatever reason. So this fellow started honking and abusing him, the taxi driver. And there was another passenger in the taxi. So he took the taxi aside and he, that other man came and stopped next to the taxi and started shouting at him with all bad words taxi fellow was calm and quiet and he left. Then the passenger asked the taxi person, early morning this man was abusing you. How could you keep quiet? He said, sir, he must have had a terrible garbage in his head when he came out of the house. So he has to unload somewhere. He unloaded on me. See friends, those who are frustrated within, they cannot be happy outside. If we are at peace with ourselves, we will be at peace with the whole world. If we are at war with ourselves, we cannot be at peace with the whole world. And therefore, this is the view. (coughs) All this is nothing but Paramatma, this one stand or Not everything is illusion, both things are same, when you take everything is Paramatma, you can't desire, when everything is illusion, you don't desire. But when you look at the world as an illusion, what will be our interaction? We will enjoy, we don't suffer. We had a retreat in Goa recently. and. Then we went uh, uh, on the last day for a um, boat ride, a big cruise. And there so many people came and all of them, you know, in that happy mood, putting all kinds of masks on the face and all that, everything was going on. And we were enjoying and I was talking to various characters and all that. One person came and he said, Swamiji, don't you feel awkward in this place? You are a Swami, and Swamis normally go only for a funeral. (laughs) See, friends, this one principle, if you take it, will really tremendously help you. Spiritual evolution has nothing to do with being extraordinary, the ordinary. Are we carrying less burden of extra on our head? I am man, I am woman, I am young, I am old, I am beautiful, I am awful, I am rich, I am poor, I am educated, I am overeducated, I am educated, illiterate. In addition to that, I am spiritual. See friends, when you take this world as real, you will suffer. Take this world as an illusion, you will enjoy. One standpoint. Second standpoint, take the whole world as your own expense. These things you can see every day in the world. I will tell you an example. This happened in England many years before. In a Heathrow area we were having our retreat and in the morning I used to go for a walk. And uh, this uh, white lady they will be going with their dog. Dog leading, not a god leading them, dog leading in the morning. So, in the morning, I just said to that lady who's here going, Hey, good morning. Turn the face that went away. I said, Okay, I'll also teach you, don't worry. Then, again, when I came from the walk, I started talking to the dog Hey, cutie, how sweet you are, how wonderful you are. Yes, you know, he is my, immediately she started talking. Because she is so much identified with the dog, she has forgotten herself. Exactly with the same way, we are so much identified with our conditionings, that our divine nature we have forgotten. See friends, so either accept the whole world as your own expanse, or accept the world as a complete illusion, in both the cases you will never suffer in life. See <coughs> <coughs> therefore Natvam na aham anyat sarvam everything is parmatma alone. And therefore, na vākyam, na pada, veda, akshara, jada, madhya, adianta anta, sathya, sakham, sukham, dukham maya, prakruti, um, the sense organs, dantam, mukham, grahanam, jiva, taluni, danto, lalatam, shvasa, shvasa, masti asti, uh, masam, raktam, mutrakam, duram, antaram, no, nothing of this sort. Everything is parman. To recognize this and experience this. We have to deeply learn from our own experiences of dream. Nobody experiences the dream that it is a dream. During the dream it is a solid reality. It is not a dream. So in that dream everything our mind alone has become. So when our mind can create such a wonderful world and therefore when the dream is over there is no loss, there is no gain. When the waves are created on the ocean, there is no addition to the ocean. When the waves quieten, there is no loss to the ocean. See friends. Nothing is added to us, nothing is lost. Childhood has come and gone, what we are lost? We are the same. Teenage has come and gone, we are the same. That is why all old people have this thought. I don't feel I am old. You cannot. Because you are not body, body is old. But then the trouble is, we try to establish as a body, I don't feel old. When somebody first time addresses your uncle, auntie, then your host <laughs> would go there, There is one small child where I am staying, when I am getting to my room, he is very small, one year child. So the mother came, only oh, wait, 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 wait. So I was talking to the child and she was telling, see, see, Dadaji has come. That day I realized, that I have become old Nobody has called me Dadaji till date everybody calls me swami ji <laughs> see friends so we are mistaking this identity and therefore all these are have no meaning and all our different parts of the body everything is said and nahastapada jalam na shastram na shasanam na vitta vedalam vidyam na jagrat swapna similarly None of the organs of action perception. No scriptures. No instruction from the scripture. No knower, no nothing. No jagra no There is nothing. This is only analysis of our experience. <coughs> In Vedanta Shastra, the avasthātraya vivek, we go through three experiences according to Vedanta. And if you want to go still further deeper into it, in the uh, Kashmiri Shaivism or Chidvilasa or Ishwar Advayavad, whatever names you take. There, these four states, Jagrat, Sapna, Susupti and Samadhi, they are indicated in 15 ways, not four ways. So, Jagrat is four types, Swapna is four types, Susupti is four types, so four into three, twelve, and surya is. Three times. So 15 plus 3, uh, 12 plus 3, 15. And the truth is beyond that. So once we start analyzing our experiences, so our experiences are, we are not talking about gain and loss, happy, no, 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 no. Experience, we mean waking, dream, and deep sleep. And once you start working on it sincerely, not theoretically, Whatever good or bad experience we had in the dream, when we are out of it, we do not give really any value to that. I will tell you one question going on in somebody's mind. Like a Wi-Fi, I catch it. The question is, we come across, like if you read the stories of great Mahamas, they say, oh, he has come in my dream and then he told me like this thing and I did like that and I was benefited. How do you say it was a dream, it was a false things. It does happen. See? Now about this I'll tell you. What is my understanding, which I learned from a great Mahatma? Once one lady and her daughter, daughter may be about 18-20 years of age. They came to my place for the first time. I had never seen them, they have never come to any satsang. And having come, they came with some flowers and fruits, did Namaskar. So I said, okay, then never please sit down. Then, Swamiji, thank you very much. I said, what for? What for? You came to our house? I said, no, I never came to your house. No, you came and she told the story. Then you came, my daughter had something happened to her face. Her face has become swollen like Hanumanji and we are frustrated. We don't know what happened. So you told don't, don't worry, take her to Hinduja hospital, get her admitted. Within one week she will be all right. Don't worry. The Hinduja hospital getting a bed is a big queue. She said, I went according to your instruction. And we got a bed there and one week treatment is done, perfectly she is alright, so we have come to thank you. I said, okay, God is great. Thereafter, my mind started getting frustrated, what is this funny thing happening? I haven't gone anywhere else. It was troubling me. Then I happened to come with great Mahatma. I did namaskar to him and he said, yes, what do you want to ask? I said, this is what has happened. I am not a yogi. How can this happen? He gave me the best answer. He said, It is only Paramatma who helps. And who is Paramatma? He has no name, no form. So according to the need of the devotee, he decides which name and which form to be adopted. And which will help him, the devotee. And according to that, The Lord takes the different name and the form, and He comes and helps. How deep it is! But ahankara vimudatma karta hamiti mannete and then we start giving blessing and cursing. See, friends, one of the most important spiritual practices never take a position of a great guru and destroy yourself. See, friends. Ideal is, Bhagavad and Ramakrishna Paramos, remain as a seeker throughout life. You don't have to get involved in this world. Then, I got so many followers, so many ashrams, nothing to do with that. <coughs> Therefore, Na vetta vedaram vidyam na jagra sushupta so, jagrat Sapna, Shushupti, these are the methods of communication. And once we get the import of that stories, waking, dream and deep sleep, then slowly you start reflecting on it. Now, one reflection I will tell you. The waker never becomes the dreamer. The dreamer never goes to sleep. Think about it. It is something like, man is son, husband and father. The son never becomes the husband. It is the man who becomes the husband. The husband never becomes the father. It is the man who becomes the father. So in all the three, man was a common denominator. Exactly the same way. The waker, He has no relationship with the dreamer. The dreamer has no relationship with the deep sleeper. Not only that. One dreamer has no relation with the other dreamer. Equally true, one waker has no relationship with the other waker. Ultimately, we start living in utter present, moment to moment. The result will be movement will stop. Wherever there is a movement, there is samsara. And there is no movement, there is paramatma. Therefore, one of the techniques given in the scriptures is, do this dharana that what must be the experience of the space, The so space supports all the contents, rejects nothing, but doesn't hold on to anything. Then the mind space. Mind space supports all the thoughts, rejects none, but doesn't get influenced by any thought. Similarly, the conscious space supports the waker, dreamer, deep sleep, samadhi, but doesn't get influenced by anything. This remains 24-7. Keeping this intact, play the game of life. But instead of playing the game of life, we get involved and struggle for success or failure, gain or loss, joy or sorrows. See, friends. And when we thus analyze, over all the three planes of experience then we come to know these are only indicators because the rule is the unknown is indicated with the reference of the known. This is the rule. Do you know Girish Bhai? No I don't know is he? You don't know? He's a big man of uh, ashram Oh he I know I know I know. He knows ashram reference. After he knows him personally, then he doesn't require Prempuri Ashram reference. Exactly. What do we know? Waking, dream, deep sleep. So take that reference, come back to yourself. Don't hold on to that. Therefore, the rule is from the (coughs) unknown, uh, from the known, the unknown is reached. And in this manner, when we thus start working on ourselves, then we understand this na Veta Vedanam Can we say I know myself? Can I say I don't know myself? Can I say I am? Can I say I am, I say, I am not? This language becomes important. And that is why wise people are naturally silent. Like Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi, he did not talk for 18 years, not because he was observing maunam. He had nothing to talk. Be attentive. You just try this. When we talk to others, we talk about either our past, or ask their past. And if you are in utter present, then, you have nothing to talk. This we can learn from our day to day experiences of life. I told you probably earlier one experience, when I was going by train many years before, one gentleman came and sat and asked me to talk. I said, hey, I am sorry, my guru told me to do japa when you are travelling, so I cannot talk. Okay. He said, okay. Then I said, now you tell me something about you. If you want to make any old man happy, ask him about his life and don't listen. Keep busy. I did that. And he was talking, talking, talking two, three hours non-stop. Hop, hop, hop. Like you listened to Vedanta, I was listening to him. Then after some time, he said. And then ultimately I came in this train and then I sat with you and then, and then what happened? Then you asked me to talk about myself. Oh, very good. Then what happened? Over. Therefore, the importance of silence in life. Silence is the discipline of mind. Manifest mind is vaikari. Unmanifest mind is the Madhyama. We talk to others by Vakari vani We talk to ourselves by the madhyama vani. Now start this. Unless it is extremely necessary, no need to talk. At that time, one simple question. Is it necessary to talk? Hundred times you will get a reply, no need to talk. And second thing, stop talking to yourself. Net result will be, you will be in the utter present. Like with one flower, you cannot make a garland. If we practice this and conduct our life as it is, but when the thoughts come, what should we do? Keep on humming something. I am not telling do Any Anything you keep humming, any Lord's name or song or a music, anything. Mm-hmm. The old habit of unwanted talking to oneself has to be killed. It will take months, years, depending upon our own ability. When you start this, then we will understand na vedyam na vetta na vedanam na jagrasapna sushuptaya. So, there is no, no or no knowledge division in our being. At this moment, we are hearing everything. Even the sound of the AC is also heard. The comfortable climate is also experienced. And yet, we are far beyond this. Like, the mirror reflects the fire but doesn't get burned by the reflection of the fire. The mirror reflects the waters, but doesn't get influenced by the reflection of the water and doesn't become weight in the same manner. Naveta na navedanam na, na, na jagrasapnashuptaya. We are not creating any situation, only fine-tuning our own experience. Turya, Titam, Namakinchis, Sarum, Sachin, Mayam, Tatam, Nadiat, Picam, Nadi, Bhutam, Nadi, Devam, Namaikam, Navishwa, Tejisam, Prad, Virata, Sutra, Sutra, Sutrat, Makesh, Raha, Nagamagamachistacha, Nanastam, the Prayojanam, Tajam, Grayam, the Dushamba, Amedium, Medyakam, Tatam, the Pinam, Krusam, Krusham, Pedam, Nakalam, Desha, Ashanam. After having given this part, in the second one, Na Name Kenchi Sarvam Mayam. There is nothing like Waker, Dreamer, Deep Sleep and the, the Turiatattva. Similarly, Adi Bhati, Adi Daivik, and adhyatmik All the divisions and the Maya has no meaning. Therefore, there is neither the waker nor the dreamer, nor the deep sleeper, nor the Hiranda nor the Ishvara, nor, nor the coming nor going. Another point this is a very good one. We can ask a question about everything. Where it is, you can never ask a question, where the space is. Everything is in the space. In the same manner, we are everywhere. Because everything is in me. If I am not there, my wife has no existence. If I am not there, my husband has no existence. If I am not there, my property has no existence. Everything is in me. Therefore, where I am not, but the problem is, which is this I, that is the problem. See? <coughs> One couple came, met me after 10-15 years. Swamiji, do you remember you came for our marriage? I said, I may not be, but when you are telling, I must have come. You know, when you came for our marriage, you have given us a mantra. I said, okay, I don't know what mantra I gave you. He said, you told, 1 plus 1 is equal to 1. Not 2, nor 11. Then, that mantra is creating problem in our life. I said, why? Our problem is which one? Husband said, Swamiji told me. <laughs> Wife said, Swamiji told me. Which one? See, friends, God is one. Which one? The moment you become aware of this, that I am everywhere, which one? Who is everywhere? I. As a husband, as a father, as a mother, as a body, as the sense organs, as the mind, as the intellect, as the Sutratma, as Ishvara or as Paramatma. The expansion goes to such an extent that it transcends the limitations of time and space. The subtler we remain, expanded we are. Then the past becomes the present and the future becomes the present. See? If you remember, I told you one story. Once I was on a tree, without a tail, and I was eating peanuts, enjoying. And evening time, below that tree, one villager came and stood and he was talking solo rocky. Oh God, I have to go, I am so tired, there is no bullock cart coming, what will happen to me? Oh God, please send somebody, I am tired. And I was on the top of the same tree. So I made a Akashwani. <coughs> My dear child, don't worry. A bullock cart will come within an hour or so, and it will be like come complete description given. And after one hour, the bullock cart comes. He sits and goes. Do you think he'll go and keep quiet? He will make a story. I was there, and God replied to me that and it happened. The whole village comes. Dun, 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 dun. And they want to make the puja of that tree. God is there. And when they put the light up there, Oh, God is sitting actually. I am pulled down. Now, don't go further. Now the question is, what exactly has happened? A person who was below the tree, his radius of perception was limited. And a person who is on the top of the tree, this radius of perception is wide, is it not? The one who is living at the body level, me, my wife, my children, I, that much radius. <coughs> the one who rises above mind, intellect, life, divinity. The radius is infinite. A center with. A circle that has infinite as radius, is a circle which has no circumference. Hey. Our Ganeshwar Maharaj says, hey, Mahaj, hey, ghar. Where I am not, like the gold says, All ornaments are my house. Like the ocean says, All waves are my house. Or the water says, All oceans and waves and dewdrops and clouds and icebergs, they are my house. Meaning, where I am not. Is it not? Where I am not? In the toe I am, in the thumb I am, in the leg I am, in the hand I am, so my house is everywhere. When this is further expanded, breaking the barrier of the radius of body identification, then only this experience becomes valid and meaningful for us. So, na virat sutrat na grahyam na Therefore, there is nothing to be gained, nothing to be rejected. See Bhagavad Gita end, Bhagwan Krishna says, sarva-dharman-parityajya-mamekam-chadam-braja. You can give up something if it belongs to you. What can you give up? One husband came to me and told Swami I am so fed up with my wife, I don't know what I should do. Come on, I said, give her divorce. He said, no, I can't. I so why you can't? She is earning. <laughs> Then I said, okay, don't worry. I will give divorce on your behalf. Can I give divorce to somebody's wife? Exactly the same way. What belongs to us in this world? And what arrogance of renunciation. That is the reason I like you all Grastas. You are all my guru. You are more... Evolved and we, In all your limitations and problems, you still find time for the spiritual path. We are full timers and yet we demand and which we are frustrated. See friends, the more we rise above the small little things, then the truth is revealed. Therefore. The tajamna we don't have to give up anything. Nothing is ours. Therefore, wherever you are, be fully and enjoy completely. But, don't hang on or get attached to anything or anybody. See? One place I was living and the Dhamma, as usual some of them become very emotional and crying and all that. Swamiji, you are going... I said yes, I have to go. No, but don't you feel bad? You are going leaving my house and going somewhere else's house. I said, Mama, your problem is this is your house. My problem is every house is mine. See the difference. The moment we expand our vision, all the problem is dissolved. The moment we look at the world with a microscope, you are looking the wrong way. Everything has to be seen from a proper distance. If there is a beautiful big picture, maybe um, oil paint or water paint, and you go very close to that picture, 6 inches, you cannot see the beauty of that picture. It will look very ugly. Or if you go far away a few miles, even then you can't see it properly. You have to have the optimum distance. Exactly the same way. Live in this world, not too close, not too far away, I want to go to Himalayas and create a samsar there. No, wherever we are placed by the Lord, that is the right place for our evolution. We don't have to give up anything, we don't have to hold anything. Therefore, na grayam tajam na va, na amidya a So there is nothing may pure or impure, neither fat nor thin nor wet, nor dry, nor this, nor that, all these things are no meaning. Na sarvam, na bhyam dvaitham, na vriksha trishta parvata na dhyanam yoga-sam-siddhir, na brahmak-shatra-vaishakam, na bhakshi-mhrago-nalangi, na lobo Nastri na mado, racham, asaryam, kama, kruhda, tata, daya na, shri, na shri shudra vidaladi Baksha bhojyadikam chayan, na praud all these things which we talk about is relative world animal, birds, or fear, or the grass, or the Brahman Kshatri Shuddha, or the yogi, or the meditation, or the animals, or the, uh, this world or the other world, the attainment and success, foolishness. Enjoyer, enjoying everything, it has no meaning. Similarly, na putra, adikam, na matana sasa, na janma na deho brahma, all these things, mother, father, brother, etc., they are born the moment body identification takes place. This we have seen earlier. Mukhyatma Essential self is one without a second. This becomes as if many by identification with any panchakoshas. After body identification happens, then the second generation is born. The second generation is a 2G scam. Thereafter, mother, father, brother, sister, husband, wife, they are born. And these are the guys who are miserable. So, the real spiritual practice is start from where you are and you must the destination. Like our GPS, starting point and destination. Exactly the same way. <coughs> Sadhana begins starting point, possessions, relations, for a starting point. Destination, absolute. When we start walking on this path, then we come to know that all these things have no meaning of any kind. Therefore, na shunyam na picha na 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 ratri diva naktam na brahma All these experiences in the relative world has no meaning at all. They are only as long as we are functioning as a body, living as a body and suffering as a body. Vāra Vatsaram na cha chanchalam na brahma loko vaikunto na kailasho na cha anyakaa. There is no brahma loko, there is no vaikunto. Everything you are. You know what is one of the biggest problems? The word loka is wrongly understood. Loka is not a place. Loka if you take the technical definition loketi iti lokaha meaning experience is called as lok. See? Like we say the world of politicians, so it is not a place. The world of musicians, see? the world of the students, world means experience. So, what is the Swarga Lok, for example? Swarga is an experience where there is freedom from fear on three counts. No fear with reference to body, old age and death. No fear with reference to prana, hunger and thirst. No fear with reference to mind, shoka and moha, grief and delusion. Living free from all these fears is living in the heaven. And living under the influence of the fear is living in the hell. See, friends. Therefore, mm-hmm. loka means this. Therefore, na svargo, na devindra, na agni loka, na agnika, na Yamaha yama loka, na loka, loka palaka, na bhur bhuvasvah, न के पातालम भूतलम अविद्या विद्या माया प्रकृति जणा चिरक्षणिकम नाशम गति धावनम पदार्थ पूजारा अभिषेक अर्चनम पत्रम पुष्पम पत्रम गंधम पुष्पादिकम स्तोत्रम नमस्कारो प्रदक्षिणं प्रार्थना प्रथक भावो अग्नि होम कर्मणी दुर्वाक्यम सुभाषणम गायत्री संधि सुस्थिति Durasha, Duratma, Chandalo, Polkasa, Dusaha, Duralapam, Kirato, Kaitavam, Pakshapatam, Pakshamba, Vivushataskaru, Dambako, Dambiko, Hiro, Nariko, Dvaitam Trayam, Turiyam, Matam, Alpada, Napunam, Parichinna, Kanakashi, Natavam Ratha. All these things are valid only as long as we are identified with the body. This particular experience. That is my regular, regular daily sadhana. Every few days I am in a different place. So when I sleep, I keep the lights on. And then the people, say, should we put a small light, night lamp for you? I said, no. But with a big light, how can you sleep? I said, I can see the dreams better. (laughs) No, 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 not like that. I said, look here. When I am in deep sleep, I don't know where I am. <coughs> this time I am coming from Bhopal. So I reached Bhopal from Delhi at about 9 o'clock, nine 9.30 at night. Had my dinner and slept. Keep all the lights on. Next morning they asked me, So your lights were on? I said, yes, I keep the lights on. Why? I said, look here. I was so tired. I don't know where I am. So we sat in the bathroom, which are the lights, where is the switch? I should know. So light only is required. This is one of the experiment which helps me that the world comes into existence only when there is body identification. So all the spiritual practice is freedom from body identification. Freedom from body identification is equal to Carrying minimum burden of desires about the worldly things and worldly beings. We have nothing to achieve in this world. See, I'll tell you one more experience, very good experience. Once I asked a great Mahatma, Sir, I want to uh, write uh, something on this book. That time I was very young. He looked at me. Not now. So I had to keep quiet. Again after six months, again the same question. Uh, Now should I start? Not now. Three years. And the last time he told, he said, look here. When you are qualified, you don't have to write. Books will come out of you. That I didn't understand. Then he told, he said, if you have to do any work, what will you do? You will search for a right person, is it not? Yes, exactly the same way. What work we have to do, we don't have to decide. He decides. What is our idea? We should remain as a fit instrument. And when we are fit for a job, he will give us, you do this. See, friends, the more you become aware of these events of your own life, you see, the whole life changes. I cannot sing. And you know, taking the harmonium, I don't know that. So, (coughs) I used to feel very bad about it. I can't sing. All these people take the harmonium, Chote, chote baal, lambi, lambi baal, so, I used to be very bad. How come I can't sing? Everybody is able to sing and all that. <coughs> One day I was sitting before Lord Rama and, uh, and I was trying myself, sorry, nothing is coming out. And then, as if he spoke to me, he said, Look here, what seva you have to do, you don't have to decide. I decide. See how important it is. Then what we have to do? Be a fit instrument. Uddhare datmanatmanam, natmanam avasadhe. Behind one truck I saw the best message. Apni aukat pechanu. Find out. Are you fit for something? But we want to do everything. First of all, be a fit instrument. And what is the fit instrument? This I must be dissolved at the feet of the Lord. Let him function. When we depart, he takes over. And when he takes over, it is only happiness. Like in deep sleep, we depart. And therefore, deep sleep, what is the experience? Only happiness. See? Bhagavan says, Yasya bhāvah Buddhi Yasya Nalipyate, Hatwapisa Iman Lokan, Nahantina He who has dissolved his so-called I, 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 he is free from all the limitations of the relative world. This is the meaning here. Therefore, all these things, brahmai vaham na samsari brahmai vaham namevana brahmai vaham name buddhi brahmai vaham na indriyam so from here the next topic begins that we will take in our tomorrow's class om purnamadah purna midam purnaat purna mudacchate purnasya purna madaya purnameva avashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Gurubhyo Namah Hari Om.